Praise the Lord. Welcome to our live broadcast this today, September 4, 2022. Shall we pray? In Jesus' name we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you once again for the week and for today. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Lord, because we are here to hear from you. We're here to share in fellowship. Welcome your Holy Spirit. Speak to us and touch every heart and draw them closer to your son Jesus, my Father, my God, through the hearing of these words of exhortation. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Praise the Lord. Please, we encourage you, if you are led, to start a watch party in your area share our broadcasts, have Bible studies, discussions, and um, raise questions, interact with us, and let's share together. Praise the Lord. Today's topic, who should believers imitate? It's a very important subject, because oftentimes we follow our leaders, follow whoever, but the question is, who should believers truly imitate? The outline. It is women to imitate. Two, who are believers imitating? Presently, whom are we imitating? Three, who should believers imitate? That means, what, who is, what's the standard? Four, who can believers imitate? We explain all that, they should and they can. Number five, discernment. And the song we started hearing was, it is so sweet to trust in Jesus. And I would say to trust only in him, so long as we're in this flesh. Praise the Lord. This woman to imitate, number one. To imitate is to copy, or to follow, or to model, or to pattern oneself after a person one admires, or respects, in manners, speech, behavior, etc. By nature, human beings are imitators. Children in the early stages of growth imitate their parents and caregivers as they learn to speak. And as children grow, they begin to look up to their teachers, peers, and other associates. Knowingly or knowingly, people often imitate or act like those they admire. Some have even gone to the extent where they become mirror images of the ones they admire, meaning all their mannerisms, everything you see, speak, talk, is all about whatever they speak is about the other person. You could think is John speaking when it's really James speaking. While imitating the good in others is commendable, there is a danger. Because it becomes a problem when an imitator goes wholesale without discrimination. What am I trying to say? Because you admire somebody, 
you take both the good and the bad in the person and you take all of them as all good you mix the good and the bad with their discrimination scripture please I read from 1st Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 do not be misled bad company corrupts good character praise the Lord tell me who you associate with and I'll tell you who you are if you keep good company you have good character no matter how good you are if you, are, you keep bad company trust me you'll be eventually become bad that's why the scripture has just told us that many otherwise well behaved persons have ended up becoming bad sometimes worse than those they imitated the next item we just spoke in generality so we go now who are believers imitating meaning you and i most of us whom are we imitating today we spoke in generalities before about everybody, both believer and non-believer. But now we've come to who are believers actually imitating. Praise the Lord. Most believers imitate every aspect of those they look up to. Like their pastors, bishops, archbishops, general overseers. And those they call daddies and mommies, fathers and mothers in the Lord. They want to be rich like them, because most of these daddies and mommies are very rich. They want to dress like them. They want to speak like them. And for aspiring young ones, they want to have large congregations. Not bringing the hundreds of thousands like some of them. That's who most believers today in the 21st century are imitating. The worst part is that they take the words of these general overseers, bishops, and archbishops, and pastors. They take their words and testimonies over the word of God. That is why they don't ever cross-check what they hear from them. Even when some of the false teachings are practiced are so heavy, that means they can see through their eyes that what they say is not true in their spirit. The practices of what they're doing contradicts God's word. Yet, they take it because they are our standard. God's word is no longer the standard, but human beings have become the standard. In their minds, it's impossible for these great men and women of God to be wrong. So that means God's word then must be wrong. So let me make the comment or comments here. Three facts. The fact that someone preached Christ to you and I and we repented doesn't make him or her your God. Number one. Number two, the fact that someone is your pastor or Jew doesn't make him or her your God. Fact number three, you attended a service in a building called church and the Lord touched you, you repented and gave your life to Christ. It doesn't mean you must continue to go to that particular place 
after the Holy Spirit has put a check in your spirit. Maybe you just allow to go that day to know him. But after that, with his Holy Spirit indwelling you, says, no, that's not the place for you. Blindly imitating anyone is foolishness. Anyone on earth. The following scriptures should give you and I pause before we blindly follow anyone, no matter how highly blessed, how spiritual they appear, how whatever they may be, it doesn't matter who. So we're going to look at some scriptures. Scripture, please. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Praise the Lord. This scripture is talk, not talking about an unbeliever. He's saying from within, in later times, and that is our time. Because it's at this moment that apostasy is at its zenith. This scripture is saying that there will, these people will have the faith. But they left. Because they gave you to what? Deceiving spirits and started propounding doctrines of demons. Once they started doing that, the Holy Spirit left. The thing that's still standing, but have gone. So if you are one of those who are imitating them, you have also joined them. That's the danger. Think about that. The person that led you and I to Christ could have departed from the faith. Maybe he or she was in faith at the time, but he's gone, or she's gone. And you say, but he led me to Christ, and certain things happened in my life, and that he prayed for me, and God had him or her. No, he or she may have departed from the faith, from the time he or she prayed for you, or led you to the Lord. The leader of the place, geo, pastor, bishop, archbishop, of the place you went and you gave your life to Christ, could also have fallen from the faith. Since the time you and I gave our lives to Christ, if we are one of those who went there. Let's look at the next scripture, please. Second Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 to 5. But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. Praise the Lord for his word to us. So we're going to look at the characteristics of some of those you and I are imitating today. But they are falling from the faith as we're going to see from this moment. Number one, but notice that in the last days, we have to agree these are the last days. Perilous times will come, that's verse one. Verse two. For men will be lovers of themselves. Think about that. Lovers of what? Money. Money. 
boasters proud, blasphemous. How often do you get to see your top pastor, top general here? How separated or how close is he or she to the congregation? Unless to those who are very rich in the congregation. Lovers of money. Why do you think every Sunday or whenever you go for a service or someplace always about money? Even when they preach on television, at the end, donate. The solicitation for money at all times. Lovers of money. Those who are falling from the faith love money. Sometimes more than even unbelievers. Number verse 4. They are lovers of pleasure. Rather than lovers of God. Because see, if you love the world, you don't love God. If I love the world, I don't love God. Pleasure-seeking pastors and Jews and leaders are not loving God. And you are imitating them and you stop loving God. That's why we can't imitate them. We're going to see the standard of imitation when we continue. Number verse 5. They have a form of godliness. Denying his power. Oh, when you see them, by the time they pray, they pretend to pray. The time the words that come from their mouth, oh, so wonderful, so glorious. Some will even be in the room doing other things. Say, oh, no, no, the brother is praying. He's been fasting for the past hundred years. And you believe, and you say, wow, that's the standard. They have a form of godliness, but how do you know they are not? Because their actions belie what they profess. Those are hypocrites. Say, from such people, turn away. So if you have been imitating such people, please turn away as we now go to who we should imitate. Who should you and I imitate? Who should believers imitate? That's actually be so simple. Only one person, Jesus Christ, Son of God. Him and Him only should you and I strive to imitate. We should obey His commands and walk as He walked on earth. That's the only way we can imitate Him because then the grace will come to enable us to walk the work of faith. We should copy no other human being. Unless he, the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, directs you and I to such a person, fellowship or church group. Because as our Lord and Savior, he owns you and I 100%. So, he, through the Holy Spirit, should be directing our daily work. What we do with our life, who we associate with, and who we should have fellowship with. Only He should direct you and I. Next scripture, please. John chapter 7, verse 21. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is He who loves me. And He who loves me will be loved by my Father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Praise the Lord. Oftentimes we imitate human beings because we don't love Jesus. Because we don't obey his commands. And so when those we imitate, 
who have fallen from the faith, we join them, we also fall, not, not knowing. We think we are still standing, but we have fallen. But if you are studying the scriptures and striving to obey his commands and following the steps of Christ, he says here, he who loves me will be loved not just by himself, Jesus, but by Father God. And he will love you and manifest, that's operative word, manifest himself to you. When Christ manifests his life to you, when you have that encounter, you can never be the same again. The Lord manifests himself and directs those who obey his commands. Because they are feeding from the vine. The vine is the word of God. That's the spiritual food for you and I. Not the words of human beings, but the words of God. If we are feeding on his word, he will direct our path through the Holy Spirit. He manifests himself in many areas of our lives. He will lead and guide us. And so we begin to imitate him. Next scripture, please. John chapter 7, verse 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Praise the Lord. Did you hear what the word is telling us? Those who are obedient to the commands are led by the Spirit of God. And they worship Father God in spirit and truth. And when the Holy Spirit is leading you and I, He brings the words that are already has inspired in the Bible into our inner being. And we begin to emulate. That's why it's important to have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. At the end of this, when we are praying, we are going to pray for those who desire. And if you have not yet repented, we're going to pray for also you repent. If you do repent, even during this broadcast, and come to the cross of Christ, we will also pray that you be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Nothing says it has to wait for 10 years. Because those who obey to his commands are the only ones who are going to inherit eternal life. And are the only ones who can imitate him. If not, you say it's going to be impossible to imitate him. You are going to have problems saying, I have, how can I not like some things? In the no, you will not love the world if you love Father God. You will find that, you, so, you, let's say there's a dish you love so much, and suddenly you stop loving it. That's because, simple, a better dish is in place. So if God is in place for you, you're going to stop loving the world. That's why you and I need the Holy Spirit. If you have not had, it, had him, you must receive the Holy Spirit. You must desire it. Because the Lord through the Holy Spirit enables those who are obedient. He enables them to withstand the onslaught of the enemy who never sleeps, who goes to and fro seeking whom to devour. Only through the Holy Spirit can you and I run this race and walk even as the Lord Jesus Christ walked on earth. Praise the Lord. So we go to the next one. Remember we say, who should? That's the gold standard. But then who can believers imitate? There may be human beings that he will lead you to imitate. We're going to see who they are and what are their characteristics. Scripture, please. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. Imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Praise the Lord. 
imitate only those you know in your heart, not what they said, are following in the steps of Christ in words and actions. In words and actions. In words and actions. Please note our brother Paul. He didn't ask his followers to imitate him blindly. He said, imitate me even as I imitate Christ. Meaning, as you see Christ in me, so imitate. Don't imitate me blindly. And that's our brother Paul. He didn't say imitate me. He just said, imitate me as I also imitate Christ. So the question for you and I would be, can you say the man or woman you are imitating is indeed following Christ like our brother Paul? If you are sure, then go ahead and imitate. But we're going to see the scripture that shows whether you, whether the person you are following is imitating Christ as brother Paul was imitating Christ. Scripture, please. First Corinthians chapter 4, verses 9 to 16. For I think that God has displayed us, the apostles, last, as men condemned to death, for we have been made a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are dishonored. To the present hour, we both hunger and thirst, and we are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless. And we labor, working with our own hands, being reviled, we bless. Being persecuted, we endure. Being defamed, we entreat. We have been made as the filth of the world, the offscoring of all things until now. I do not write these things to shame you, but as my beloved children, I warn you. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. For in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you through the gospel. Therefore, I urge you, imitate me. Praise the Lord for his words to us. I hope you listened and had the characteristics. So the question will be, can you, the person you are imitating, whether an elder, a daddy, mommy, a pastor, G.O., bishop, archbishop, can any of them assert truthfully that he or she is following Christ as advanced in what we just read in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 9 to 16. That's a standard for human beings who want us to imitate them. Can you say the man or woman you are imitating is indeed telling the truth if he or she asserts that he is indeed following Christ? Let us analyze what Brother Paul said in the scripture we just read. Verse 9, God has displayed the apostles, and I will add by inference, all true followers of Christ to the world and angels, meaning all believers are unsure for the world to see and for angels to watch. So what are they seeing? Are they seeing someone following Christ? Or are they seeing somebody following human beings? Or who loves the world? That's number one. True followers are an open book. 
They live daily like those condemned to death. The world has no attraction for them. So if your person you are imitating, the world has a lot of attraction. You know, all sorts of money making all over the place. Um, remember you are on display too. Verse 10. This esteem others better than themselves. What does that mean? They are humble. You know I said? They are humble. If somebody is humble, you can't bow to that person. The person will not jack you up. Or you genuflect. Or you prostrate. No! He, will, he or she will say no. They seem that because if the person that wants to genuflect for you or prostrate on the floor or kiss your ring or do whatever rubbish they do, if that person, if you really esteem that person better than yourself, you will not allow that person to prostrate for you. I don't care how old or how young you are. Verse 11. We both hunger and thirst and we are poorly clothed and beaten and homeless. Brother Paul, even when in their streets, you didn't hear him shouting to send Asmul to bring money, to bring uh, clothes, they should go to the best shops and buy them, or, or bring the uh, best horses for him to ride, or the best ships to sell. Even in their streets, even when he's hungry with his colleagues or followers, and thirsty, poorly clothed and beaten and homeless, I don't know if you can say that about anybody you are following. That's why you can't follow a human being unless you can certify that such a person is behaving like Brother Paul as Paul is imitating the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 12. And we labor, working with our hands. Oh boy. Uh, I mean, a lot of people love to stay in air-conditioned offices, you know, where you come and shout, Daddy, Mommy, G.O., Pastor. Why the common people go to work and feed their vanity? Being revived, we bless. Being persecuted, we endure. Those who love God, work with their hands. Or their brains. Or whatever organ God gave them to use. The Lord Jesus Christ was a carpenter for 30 years. <laughs> Let's not forget. He worked with his hands. He was a carpenter. The one that owns the whole world. He was a carpenter. First as an apprentice. So anybody you see who doesn't like working with their hands, who feel too big, I don't care whatever level they have reached in their Christian growth. In fact, the more they grow, the more humble they ought to be. I will say, run for them. Run from them. True believers don't want to be a burden to anybody. Verse 13. Please note this one again. Being defamed, we entreat. We have been made as a field of the world. The offscoring of all things until now, meaning they are disdained. The world looks down upon those imitating Christ. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? If the person you are imitating is not being scorned, 
you are following the wrong person number one number two if you yourself are not being scorned you have a problem also you are not imitating Christ because if you truly preach the gospel of Christ you'll be scorned you'll be looked down upon because your way will not be the way of the world and the world cannot abide and stand you please tell me if the world looks down on our jet owning politically and socially well connected GOs and pastors living very opulently tell me does the world look down upon them the answer is no I think not in fact they are very beloved of the world the opposite of what Brother Paul went through they look down upon them those who imitate Christ that's why they are called Christians like Christ meaning people who are useless who many have nothing no hope who are just totally out of what the world likes to do they don't like to have fun so if you are geo, social, your pastor, uh, bishop, even you yourself, if the world loves you <laughs> and you know they look up to you, you have a problem. Because if truly are Christ-like, you will look down upon. No matter how people laugh with their teeth when they see you, you will know deep down that they resent you because they resent the Christ in you. But they will laugh, especially if you have, if you happen to be worthy, but you're a true believer. Verse 15. For though you might have 10,000 instructors in Christ, yet you do not have many fathers. So in Christ, Jesus have begotten you through the gospel. Brother Paul was trying to tell them, because this is a Corinthian church. We need to listen to all types of people. That's why he's not trying to say, look, there's a difference. Those who are imitating Christ and those who are not. So he's trying to say, look, don't listen to those people. And I use this time to, to admonish you, to encourage you, please. Don't listen to anybody that is not following the steps of Christ. You don't have to follow anybody if you can't see anybody. Why don't you follow the Lord Jesus Christ? That's the gold standard. And peradventure, the Lord will use you now for us to emulate you. Then why must it be somebody else? Why don't you be the one others will be imitating? Because they see imitating Christ. I encourage you. Don't follow anyone. Or listen to anyone whose testimonies you are not sure of. The Holy Spirit is given for a purpose. So that's why Brother Paul was saying, imitate me because I'm imitating Christ. And you can see from my testimony. Which true believer wouldn't imitate such a brother? If, or a sister, if we see such a person today in our world. Think about that. And that goes on to the next topic, or the next item, which is discernment. You need discernment. I need discernment. Scripture, please. I read from John chapter 7, verses 38 and 39. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Of this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Praise the Lord. Many who claim to be believers haven't even had a personal encounter with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. How then can they know who to imitate? So if you're in this category, and you're listening to this broadcast right now, or you're going to listen to it at some future date, repent now. 
and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. I want you to, wherever you are, put your hands on your head and I want to pray as I lead you to the Lord Jesus Christ. Our Father and our God, whosoever, Lord, at this hour desires to know your son Jesus and have determined that they have turned their back to the world, forgive them, my Father, my God, their sins. Draw them closer to you, Lord, by the blood, O Lord our God, that your son shed on the cross. And that from this moment, they can become your child. And if they do, Lord, make this confession now. And pray, Lord, that may they have an encounter with your son, Jesus Christ. For if they have an encounter, they'll never be the same again. May you, Father God, Lord, allow your son, Jesus, to have that encounter. To touch their hearts with the Holy Spirit. Putting a new spirit. Reviving the old spirit that is dead. And putting a new spirit that will not hear the things of God. Father, I all this I pray and ask for in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. If you made this confession and believed, you are not a child of God. Believe it. Go to sleep in the night, read your Bible, and things will happen in your life as one way or the other you know that you are not a child of God. The Lord who has called you will confirm it. Others have had personal encounter with Jesus, but they stop short of seeking spirit baptism for whatever reasons. But let me tell you something. Without indwelling spirit of God, it's impossible to discern what is true and what is false. It will be impossible for you to know who is true and who is false. Even when you read the Bible, it is not with full understanding. So I ask you now to seek to be empowered today. Wherever you are now, in your heart, say, I believe, and I need the Holy Spirit to empower me. And I want you to lay your hand on your head, and I'm going to pray. I don't care wherever you are. It's God who is doing it. It's not, I'm only, I'm just a vessel. He's speaking. I want you to believe, and you receive. We're going to do that prayer at the end of the broadcast when we finish our song. So I want you to get ready. It will be as we pray. We're going to pray for the Spirit of God to empower as many as want to receive the Spirit baptism today. You just have to believe. It's by faith. It's not, it's not by works. Some people go fast and say, go and fast. No, no, no. If you have believed, believe and you receive. And if you're already a child of God, Believe and you receive. Praise the Lord. Because we're going to sing a song. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. It is so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just take him at his word. Just to rest upon his promise. Just to know. Thus say the Lord and obey. Jesus, Jesus. How I trust him and how I want you to trust him. 
I have proved him over and over. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, offer grace to trust him more. Oh, how sweet of trusting Jesus. It is so sweet. Sweeter than anything. Just to trust his cleansing blood. Just in simple faith to plunge me. Make the healing, cleansing flood that flow from the cross. Crush everything and set me free. And set you free. Jesus, Jesus. How you and I should trust him. For I have proved him over and over. Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, all for grace to trust him more. Yes, it is sweet to trust in Jesus, just for sin and self to cease. Just from Jesus simply taking life and rest, joy and peace. All you have to do is just trust him. Trust him! And he will never let you down. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, thank you for today. The opportunity to minister your word to your people, Lord. You minister to us and to all who have heard. Father, manifest your presence in the life of all who have believed. For those who believe you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit to empower them today, Lord. I'm praying, my Father, my God, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who has promised to send the Holy Spirit. May they be empowered now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, manifest your power in the lives of all who have been so empowered. Manifest it, let them feel your presence, the presence of the Spirit of God at this moment in their lives. That they will become centers of excellence. They become those who we teach and minister life to a dying world. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, for those who gave their lives to Christ today or are the hearing of this broadcast or podcast at some future date, Father, Father, manifest your presence. May they have an encounter with your son, Jesus Christ. And may their life never be the same again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We give you all the praise, all the glory, and honor. Help all who have had this broadcast to the Lord to only seek to imitate your son Jesus Christ and no other. And if they need to follow a human being in any place, Lord, it will be those they know for certain are following the steps of Christ. Who teach according to your word. Whose actions are following your word and no different. Who are not in love with the world. Who are not in concert with the politicians, with the social mobilizers of the days. Help your people, Lord. Free them from looking at things in the world and look only in the things of the kingdom. For we are a kingdom in a world that is hostile to the kingdom. Make your children to know this self-evident truth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as many as we know, Father Lord, empower them. Bless them and their homes. Bless the ministries you have committed in their care. And let signs and wonders be done as they speak your word wherever they go. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father. You good God. Blessings and honor to you, Lord. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Praise the Lord. By His grace, we see you next Sunday. 
Study to show yourself approved. A workman or woman who is not ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth.